0: Well, I wanted to chat with you guys today about how perfectionism can steal your christmas joy and i have learned this the hard way i am a recovering people pleaser and a recovering perfectionist and for years my goal was to give my family a norman rockwell christmas i wanted everything to go right all the dishes to be perfect i wanted my house to smell like cinnamon i wanted martha stewart um, looking packages under the tree everything i thought like that would be what my kids would remember as good times at mom and dad's house and those memories. But in the process, I drove myself a little crazy. That perfectionism can really tug at you. And before I knew it, I had longer to-do lists than I had time and I ended up being, being stressed out and um, geeking out about everything and all those little details that drive us crazy well in the middle of this about three four years ago i went to walmart with this long list of everything i needed to get to make these perfect dishes these these perfect treats for christmas and i stopped because i heard something i don't know if you guys remember the kiosk they used to have where they would sell cds and they would put samples of all the cds on there and you could press a button and hear different people singing well i was passing one of those and i heard a bunch of girl voices, um, singing, rocking around the Christmas tree along with Brenda Lee. And I stopped and I just kind of peered around the corner and there was a group of teenagers who were dancing and having fun and were just so excited to be alive. And that, that quote from Buddy the Elf, you know, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That immediately popped into my mind. And so I told them, I said, you guys are having way too much fun. And they said, well it's Christmas time to party it's time to rejoice come join us and so they pulled me over until we sang a little song together and I left and I realized that had done more for my heart than anything else that had gone on the entire month before and I thought well maybe it's just that I haven't been taking time to to sing or to celebrate or whatever I've been too busy you know we all know that too busy um, thing that we that we hear in our heads often. So I left with my groceries and went home and spent the entire afternoon making homemade sugar cookies. You could, I couldn't buy the sugar cookie though. It had to be homemade and doing all these things with my kids. And we sat down to watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas and I was exhausted. And to be honest, I was cranky and I know I was snippy. So I was like, come on, it's time. We're going to have fun. That guy, You know, that kind of thing that was going on um, in my mind. And we sat down and watched how the Grinch Stole Christmas and I realized I was becoming the Grinch. <laughs> I was so cranky and stressed out about everything and I kind of got amused at myself because I'm like what are you doing? It's Christmas this is the time to rejoice and celebrate but you are letting your focus get onto everything else and I realized at that moment, I thought back to that, that time at Walmart earlier that day, I thought I haven't felt as joyful as those girls sounded for a long time. So after how the Grinch ended, you know, I tucked the kids in bed, we said prayers and all that. And I sat down and wrote out a poem based on how the Grinch stole Christmas. And I am going to read it to you today, okay? So it's How Miss Perfection Stole Christmas. Every kid down in Coolville liked Christmas a lot. But Miss Perfection, who lives south of Coolville, did not. Christmas drove her crazy the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be because she wanted everything to go just right. It could be perhaps because she needed anxiety meds at night. But I think that the most likely reason of all was if she messed up, she'd feel unloved by one and all. She'd fight the crowds with a sour grinchy frown and zoom in her minivan all over town, shopping and baking and parties and planning, wrapping in photos while dreaming of tanning. The mess, the stress made her long to punch an elf in the midst of his chest. If I could just disappear, but Christmas is coming. It's practically here. The children were fighting in their sleep deprived state and she wasn't very much better staying up night so late. It's just part of the season, she told herself time and again, but his still small voice began to whisper within. And as the whirlwind of tinsel and glitter increased, her joy faded. How could this be? I remember the ribbons, I remember the tags, I remember the packages, boxes, and bags. She puzzled for hours till her puzzler was sore and continued to think as she entered the church doors. As the pastor read from Luke chapter two, She remembered how God came down as a a babe. And then she knew, I'm not perfect. I'll never be. That's why God sent a savior for me. Jesus died to give me freedom from this kind of living. Instead of perfection, I need to be giving. And what happened then? Well, in Coolville, they say, Miss Perfection's joy grew three sizes that day. She put down her to-do list and played with her kids, laughed and made memories and closed her weary eyelids. The last thing she did that made her heart dance with light, Miss Perfection threw out her copy of Christmas Done Right. (laughs) So I wanna thank Dr. Seuss for the inspiration on that one. Um, But yeah, the best memories I've learned that we have as a family now are of the goof ups, are all the things that go wrong the mistakes. Jesus died to give us freedom and to give us joy, and that includes freedom from these hectic to-do lists and these crazy schedules. He's given us freedom to just be messy, to be ourselves, even with all of our mistakes, even during Christmas time. So Christmas will be much more joyful if we put down the to-dos and just focus on being with I am.